0: Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Life, love, and liberty right here in the state of Georgia. Ground zero for voter fraud investigations. A call for the governor to put a stop to Democrats moving to the state en masse, which is apparently completely legal as of right now. You have a Democrat, Representative Vernon Jones, who has become somewhat of a sweetheart of the GOP, Um, completely in favor of the president, has lost basically all respect from his own party members because his party is no longer um, sane, no longer able to afford people um, working across the aisle. Thank you for my listener who reminded me at one in the morning that it wasn't aisle, as in I-S-L-E. Rather, A-I-S-L-E. You know, I'm only human. What can I say? Thank you for your mercy. But Vernon Jones has made it very clear in recent pressers that he will not be leaving the Democrat Party. He did say that they have left him. He is calling for the governor to uh, invoke a special session to vote to make it illegal for people to move to the state to vote in runoffs. And these are people who are moving here who have already voted in general elect- elections elsewhere. They're being um, enticed and seduced to move here, implored, actually. It's a matter of life and death, right? That That's what some of their Democrat uh, pundits, um, politicos, they're being encouraged. I mean, they have commercials, they have billboards across the country. I mean, they're literally importing people to vote in Georgia's special election. So when I tell you, see, a lot of this, for me, is kind of like a day of redemption, right? It's a a day of vindication, rather, this whole season. Because there's so many things that, you know, when you're a seer and you're sitting on the wall, you're a watchman on the wall, and you see things coming, and you're like, and people think you're crazy. They think you're nuts. I mean, have you read Nehemiah or Jeremiah? You know, when God's like, hey, I want you to go say this and I don't want you to look at their faces and get scared because if you do, I'm going to embarrass the crap out of you. But if you'll just show up and say what I put in your mouth to say by my spirit, you we're going to be good. And they may still try to flog you, but we won't be good, (laughs) right? Do not fear. That is like a constant mantra, commandment rather. Of your Creator, do not fear. So as a so as a as someone who sits on the wall and sees certain things coming, you know, who actually sees the iceberg and and makes the call for, hey guys, pay attention, this is coming. There there, there are some there are some adjustments that need to be made in this process, and for people to look at you like you're positively bananas, um, and it costs you a lot whenever you do that. Um, it's very vindicating for me to see a lot of this unfolding right now. We we knew it was a bad idea um, to pass legislation that allowed for people to vote in a special election who moved here, right? I mean, we, we in, in in had thirty days to do it. Like, yeah, you have to move here within thirty days, and you can't have plans to move after. You know, all these rules that the Democrats have proven in abundance that they are completely unwilling to adhere to. They they are by far the party of rebellion. It's not even just abject lawlessness. It's demonic rebellion is what we see happening in the country. And as a minister, I don't use that term lightly. It is exactly what it is. Some of you kind of throw the demon stuff around, but it is very real and it's very true. That's what you see manifesting in the earth is evil primarily because it you know, it exalts Satan's throne above God's, which is exactly what he said he was going to do. And the only way he could ever do that is through man. And what man believes in his heart and in his mind and subsequently acts upon. As we see right now with the Democrat Party and fraud, which a lot of your opponents will tell you is not real. It's it's in It's conflated. It's just nuts. And there are, in fact, many conspiracy theories floating around. And so, you know, here's the deal. Here's your wheat and chaff moment as well. Discernment. Discernment's really important in this season. I'm not always going to get it right as someone you trust. Others are not always going to get it right. But, but I can assure you of this. I'm not going to willfully deceive you. <laughs> So if I ever give you misinformation, please promise me that you will learn to distinguish it from disinformation. And whenever that accusation rises up in your mind or your heart against me, that somehow I'm just as bad as the rest of them because I got something wrong or I was off or the timing was off of what I said, I'm just going to trust, and I won't bet my life on it, but I will trust that the God in you will be able to extend the mercy scepter if and when it is needed in our broadcasting relationship there. That's my faith, not in you, but in the God in you. See the difference? People are fickle. Speaking of fickle, our governor has said, forget it, not doing it, not calling a special session for anything, as a matter of fact. Not going to happen. People here are very upset with Governor Brian Kemp. He's been missing in action. He's written a couple of, you know, little missives here and there, a couple of statements, rather, you know, with the backing of the regular uh, swamp creatures. But he, um, when I say swamp creatures, that that is not hyperbole. These are bad actors um, who have interesting campaign histories that I imagine are currently... um, Uh, being investigated, possibly looked upon. There are a lot of allegations flying around right now, so I'm very careful with that, too. Um, I I don't, you know, when I tell you that someone's a bad actor, it's usually because I've had personal experience with that person, whether it be in politics or um, just in my circles, and I have firsthand knowledge of just bad acting. It's, It's not just me being a Republican who's disgruntled because um, if you followed me for any length of time, you know that I'm perfectly capable of throwing a Republican under the bus if that's where he or she needs to be for being a bad actor. Listen, I don't really cut myself a whole lot of slack looking in my own mirror with the crap in my life, with sin in my life. I just don't. So, why on earth would I cut it for those in positions of authority who can have authority over me, who are in positions of power? Why would I do that? That's just silly. That's gullible. Okay, Club for Growth throwing their weight behind both Senate candidates here in the state of Georgia, Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue. Speaking of importing folks, Marjorie Greene actually, newly elected uh, congresswoman here in the state of Georgia, who caught an enormous amount of flack for saying things that the majority of people in our party have said, maybe just not in public. And if we haven't said it, we've thought it. So I think people are starting to realize that Marjorie's not as crazy as they wanted her to be. Um, her tactics in politics were somewhat gangster, probably a little bit, you know, um, leaves a lot to be desired um, on the landscape of politics. But, you know, I'll tell you this. If you're going to have a gang of four, or whatever they're called, the mob up there, um, you're you're probably going to need your own four, and I believe we have five now females, uh, elect Republicans that uh, that will be able to get. well, actually one Senate, one senator of uh, Republican female and four House uh, congresswomen, you know,' we're the squad, that's right, thank you. The squad. You know, if the left has a squad, we're gonna need like, you know, a battalion. <laughs> so uh, Marjorie's part of that. Um, and she's certainly not afraid of virtually anything. So that's a good thing that 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 is the that's the that's the level of um, courage, tenacity that we're going to need. And some of you see it as very distasteful. I understand. I've had my own personal run in with uh, Mrs. Green. But we have since made our peace because that's what you do. And you keep moving. If both people if both people are willing to make peace, that's what you do. So. Again, the God in me, the God in her. Okay, Club for Growth, throwing a lot of money behind these candidates. I'm going to ask you again. Why are we hosting a runoff in the state of Georgia with a compromised system? I realized today the big, 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 big announcement coming from our Secretary of State's office is that they are going to have a recount by hand, an audit and recanvassing, all three, and primarily because Brad Raffensperger says he wants to help rebuild confidence. I mean, do any of us really have confidence in anything the government puts their hand to? Mm. I think Donald Trump has done more to restore confidence um, in the American voter than any president in recent history, for sure. And I realize you like to compare him to Ronald Reagan, very two very different people, but certainly in the same level and, and certainly different candor, right? A different presentation, um, but it's okay. You know, we get used to things and we think they should always be that way. And every now and then, man, when the seasons change, you, you got to have a, you know, there are certain tools and certain um, certain things on a construction site, right? Like Like, why would you dig... A why would you dig a hole in the ground for a skyscraper with a shovel, right? Why would you use a wheelbarrow, you know, to to unpack a a a, a mound of it? You know, I'm trying to think of just great analogies here. Like you you've got a um, a landfill of crap, right? And you're just going to take a wheelbarrow because it's you know just it's less noisy. Is something that you can control, right? It's got three wheels and a couple handles. handles. You can elect the people that you need to control that wheelbarrow. And it just doesn't cause as much damage to the ground. It's, you know, it's just not as loud. It may take a little longer, but at least you get to control, you know, the speed at which you uh, level the landfill. There you go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Right. Or do you want the bulldozer? Right? The thing that goes in has got a big old front loading, sweeping thing in the front of it, whatever the heck you call those things, scoops up mounds of trash at a time and heave hose it. That would be Donald Trump. I'm going for, and we have a landfill. We don't just have a swamp, we have a landfill where you see the buzzards flying over and the scavengers, and it stinks. It's gross. It's just rotting into the earth. That has been Washington, D.C. until Donald Trump. You got a lot of bodies that are under there that are just coming back to life and people who have buried them in the landfill. They're really like mobsters. No offense. I know I have a few mobster families who listen to my show. Um, You know, hey, we're all on the same Trump team, I think. (laughs) I can't wait for someone from Mediaite to take what I just said and, you know, run across the airwaves with that again. But I'm saying, mobsters aren't, are, no, nah, I'm not going to go there, squirrel. <laughs> but, but really, if you think of D.C., they're really like a, a gang of mobsters. They're a crime syndicate. They just are. They're like a cartel. They're a political cartel. There are bodies buried everywhere, and everyone in D.C. knows where they are. Even as a freshman, Marjorie, pay attention. You're going to learn where the bodies are buried and who actually put them there. And that's the landfill. And everybody that's been buried has a consequence to your life as an American citizen. By the way, Happy Veterans Day. It is a happy day. It's not. It's not a, I don't ever say Happy Memorial Day um, because we should be memorializing those who have passed on. Um, in the pursuit and in the uh, curation of our liberty, right? But today is Veterans Day. So for those of you who are still alive and a veteran, thank you. Thank you. You know, please don't think that what you see happening right now made your service all for naught. Your service is actually... What affords us the ability to fight in mind-to-mind, spirit-to-spirit, ballot-to-ballot, process-to-process, procedure-to-procedure, due process-to-due process, law-to-law battle right now because of you, because of your service. So I really... You know, I follow the COVID, the CoVets or whatever they're called. Some of you are not a fan of that group for a myriad of reasons. The one thing they do do is ask for prayer. They contend with um, with veterans who are suicidal. They need help in life. I think there are four hundred one five hundred one C. I'm sorry, five hundred one C. It's my politics. Five hundred one C. Um, um, five hundred one C three they assist veterans and they're they they regularly ask for prayer because people just don't feel like their life matters anymore and you know the first place i start with veterans is always you're not guilty you're not guilty you're not guilty, you're not guilty. You have to start there with a lot of veterans because for those of us who are on the front lines right now fighting for you Americans who are still fighting for this election to be called with valid and legal ballots, right? You're okay conceding with, a, with an absolute win, with a verifiable uh, loss. You're okay with that because that's, that's how adults think, that's how decent Law-abiding people think that's how most patriots and liberty-loving people think. Um, we concede when when things have been lawfully executed. In this case, we know they haven't, and we're about to find out to what extent. And so we are on the front lines, and it's very easy to get to get weary. And the left is supreme at making you feel guilty and ashamed. I covered a little bit of this last night on my show. Um, guilty and ashamed, you know, because you would you would actually, you have the unmitigated gall to pursue um, due process in this election. It's not even about President Trump anymore. I mean, he happens to be the person who's getting the raw end of the deal, but he has and he's been a scapegoat of this country for the past four years. So that's nothing new. That's not a new role for him. Uh, good news is you know, according to God's law, there's been one lamb who took all of that stuff that they've been trying to dump on the president for the past uh, four years, such as reparations, slavery and you know, all this stuff that they're trying to dump on you um, as a white voter, white patriot, white Trump supporter, white, 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 white. You know, we're all very um, color centric these days because it because it pays the bills, to be honest with you. It just does. I mean, ask Stacey Abrams. You think she's in the nonprofit sector because she's a volunteer? No. (laughs) Even though she doesn't pay her taxes. However, we we have something in common with veterans in that way in that a demonic spirit will always attempt to make you feel guilty when you're actually doing the right thing. When you're standing for things of God, such as liberty, such as justice, such as equality. Right? And war is never pretty. War is not meant to be pretty. War is devastating. But sometimes you go to war because you have to. And so a lot of veterans I've ministered to in the past really have a hard time getting over feeling guilty. And they come back feeling as though they don't belong. There's no real place for them, because I'll be honest with you, there's nothing like military life. I believe all of us should have to serve in some capacity. Um, I think the Israelis have it right. Um, I think there's something about the discipline of uh, the military that is, that is extraordinarily beneficial to any nation, uh, particularly the one who's supposed to champion the banner of liberty. So there's something about that life, that culture, of discipline and honor and authority. And I'm not saying everyone, I realize there are a lot of allegations right now with particularly around one base regarding women and sexual assaults. And we all know that that, that happens It has happened in the past and it hopefully will be adjudicated and rooted out and adjudicated. But I'm referring to, you know, by and large, the men and women who are in the service who, and and I got to tell you, it's mainly men who contend with this spirit of this feeling of guilt For the service that they've provided and not feeling like they belong. It's interesting. If you think about it, God created men to be protectors. So, kind of makes sense that the number one area your enemy would attack you is to accuse you for being a protector, even of your nation. I digress. Happy Veterans Day. We need you. You matter. You're important. You're not guilty. We honor you today. We respect you. And I pray that if you are sitting in a vat of guilt, that the Holy Spirit would loose you from that in the name of Jesus. And you get back up and carry on because, quite honestly, we need you. We need you right now more than ever. So get back out on the field. All right. So I want to ask you. You know, I love Sydney Powell. She is just an amazing woman. Uh she is representing she's representing rather uh General Flynn. She is a badass. She's just a political well, she's not a political. She is uh, a legal badass. And I love women that are just badass at what they do. Um and she is. And she's a liberty warrior. She's a justice warrior. Love her on Lou Dobbs just last night saying my exact sentiment, which is why are we allowing a special, I'm sorry, I keep calling it a special election. I don't know why. A a runoff. Why are we allowing that to happen in the state of Georgia? Good question. Other questions for people in higher authority than me. But I want to encourage you, America, I know a lot of you listen to me who do not live in the state of Georgia. Can I tell you something? If we are defrauded here in the state of Georgia, you have been as well. If you live in uh, any other state that has called it for the president, and the majority and the majority of you, and even if, even if you're not, if you are a Trump voter and you are watching my state uh, be defrauded by the left, we are actually defrauding you. So when when I tell people to cross borders, to cross state borders, I circle back to that. I started, you know, my squirrel moment today. When I when I've told people, this is why I feel vindicated, because I've told people for years to please cross state borders to support other races, because the Democrats do it. They support each other national. They support each other across the globe. We have global initiatives to help people like John Osoff. So we should be supporting each other across state lines. I encourage my audience to support Kim, uh, Kim Klasick, uh, Baltimore uh, candidate for Congress, beautiful young lady, uh, another badass, and uh, she lost. I mean, if you walk through the hood that she would represent, And she did, looking fine as wine in her high heels and her cute little dress. And she's black and she's a Republican. That didn't fly with people who are literally living in, excuse my language, as the president referred to as a shithole. That is exactly what they're living in. Here's my alarm. I have to get on a Team Trump call here in just a moment. So that's exactly what they're living in. And they said, no thanks. She came through and said, hey, I align with President Trump's $500 million best deal ever for Black America. Opportunity zones, we're going to, you know, healthcare. I mean, we're doing all, it, just my eyes are on you, Black America. And I'm Kim and I'm one of you and I'm going to fight for you. I'm going to DC. Send me there. Please elect me. I will fight for all of us as people of color, people not of color. You know, I'm here to fight for everyone in my district. You know what they said? Mm, we're good got the same cat they've had for a number of years, and they live in a decimated district. Now, you go figure that out. That is some spiritual blindedness. That is some spiritual roots that are on people, quite honestly, and I really don't know how you overcome that without fighting a spiritual battle, right? So, in Georgia... I'm going to switch over to this really quickly and then I'm going to, I'm going to get to my Trump, my team Trump call uh, working with several people on, uh, on the legal issues we have here in the state of Georgia and across the country. So this was tweeted by fair fight action. Okay. Fair fight action. I believe it's an Abrams stronghold, uh, an Abrams uh, nonprofit. I could be wrong. Pretty sure, though. Fair tweets. Georgia voters decided Donald Trump cannot overturn the will of Georgia voters. President-elect Biden, which is a lie right there. It's all a lie, but I'll just stop right there. Won Georgia and won by more than 14,000 votes. More than Trump's win in Michigan in 2016. Donald Trump is delaying the inevitable. He lost, and he knows it. Hashtag Georgia Poll Election 2020, which tells me that probably is a Stacey Abrams organization. We have a hashtag here that is very popular among politicos, and it's hashtag Georgia POL. If you want to know like re- what's really going on, um, you should uh, tap into that, Georgia POL. Again, our politics should cross state borders, because that's what the Democrats are doing now, and I told you so telling you that this is what we needed to do. So we need your help in the state of Georgia. You can help their campaigns. You can you can do it remotely. You can send money. I'm not encouraging you to, to move here, although some people think I should because it's legal and it's what the Democrats are doing. And hey, we have good weather. So my response to that is this. It's worth noting that Fulton County has a current case in the Court of Appeals for almost that exact same amount of fraudulent voters. Those voters were legally canvassed. And then I went on to say, Your attempted theft will not prevail. 14,000 votes. They were legally canvassed. People who were found not to live in these homes, people, 14,000 signed affidavits saying, Nope, that's, I'm not, I'm not uh, uh, Billy Ray or Boo Ray and Tay. They don't live here. It's me, Sally. And um, people signed, you know, their signature. It's legal, it's an affidavit, which means it's notarized. And um, over 14,000 of these things take it to court. It is thrown out of court. It is thrown out of Fulton County court. And what does that tell you? Because we are a liberal judiciary here. Liberal bastion. And I know, I know the bench is not supposed to be political, but sorry, that's the world in which we live now. So those are thrown out right here at the election, right here in September, thrown out. The case is sitting in the, court of appeals and what is the margin of error here right now Fourteen thousand votes that's right i'm gonna leave you with that it ain't over that's why i keep telling you don't lose faith it's not over too many stones to be unturned baby providence procedure process keep those three p's in mind all right be good to your neighbor beginning your own mirror i'll be back tomorrow i love you and remember if you're an american act like one Bye.